Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? Um, my name is Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big Ones. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be confusing to talk about, but they're always fun to discuss because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Sarah Levy? Hi. Hey. This is so I was not expecting I that know. wonderful intro yeah, and I love scary. it. People are often taken. I about. know it w- because we're off book and they're going, how do they know those lines? I by know. Heart? I know. God off book. I haven't heard that. It's been a while. <laughs> you're always on book. <laughs> always. Oh, Sarah Levy. She's on book. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys know Sarah Levy from the hit show Shits Creek which she uh, co-stars in with her dad and her brother. Yeah. And um, she's just an awesome gal. Oh, stop. So tell me more. <laughs> Amanda's just fixing the levels. Yeah. So. I'm this yeah. set up, by the way, I, I there, there are, this is legit. Oh, like this isn't just nice. a tape recorder on a table. This oh no, is, no, no. You thought we'd just be recording on our iPhones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally we're in an office, but my we have two offices and Matt's and his and mine is filled honestly with guitars and guns right now. Why? Oh my god, because that sounds like a new uh, country song. Gun, guitars and guns. Because I did we had a closet in there that was just filled with all this crazy stuff that we hadn't organized since we moved in like 2 years ago. Uh-huh. So we thought we'd do like a little Sunday afternoon project and clean it out, but it's turned into like a week and a half now of oh. trying to sort through everything. Yeah. And I guess I didn't know it, but I guess there were a bunch of heirloom guns in there heirloom yeah like from matt's family's like they're like no. old rifle like old guns heirloom guns yeah so anyway they're sitting <laughs> i didn't even office. know that was a thing yeah i think yeah. they grow on a vine right? like heirloom tomatoes right <laughs> yeah they're all multi multi-colored, multi-colored some are bigger so some juicy. are smaller yeah they're great for like a caprese yeah good salad <laughs> can be a little mealy at times <laughs> wow how many are in there um i'd say like three or four and that's in addition to his other guns that are just his movie guns. Yes. Matt collects. Um, but I don't think movie guns is the right word. Just World War II fake, guns. Fake guns. I don't know, honestly. And I don't know if those are real guns or what. We're not like gun lovers over here. And Sounds like you are. I, maybe I'm not supposed to be telling people we have a bunch of guns all over the house. Tell them your address. Too. <laughs> They're all I hidden. Dare you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Sarah... 
what's going on with you? I'm sorry. I'm acting no. like I'm a radio show host. <laughs> and this isn't radio. This is podcast. I'm also um, right in the middle of a Dax Shepard podcast right now. So I'm like, I'm feeling very podcast-y. That's funny that you should say that because I've been listening to Dax Shepard's podcast from time to time. Sometimes I have to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. But then I've also been watching Parenthood for the first time. I haven't even started. It's on Netflix. I hear it's amazing. It's yes, there's a lot. I it, let me tell you this. There's a lot of dancing in kitchens. Oh, uh, really? There's a lot of family dancing and a lot of like you're all in the kitchen. And so, suddenly someone turns up the music no. and all of a sudden they dance. And this has happened. Which, I'm in season two. This has happened at least five times. That's like practical magic style. It, I have or never danced in if my, the kitchen family with my family dance was started dancing in the kitchen <laughs> i'd go to amanda's get one of her guns and kill us all because it's, i know that something that something was Body so snatchers. not right <laughs> that yes exactly that someone had Im- infiltrated my family no mine there was a lot of um just kill us all yeah screaming and fighting in yeah. my kitchen well, that was yours up. dancing <laughs> yeah we all dance in our different ways <laughs> That was just your version. Some with some with our mouths. Some people threw things. Uh, interesting. I I don't think my family's ever like danced around the house. No, or, who has? No, the Castor brothers and sisters. Did and they? Parenthood. Yeah, yeah. It was similar to that. Now, what's the difference between brothers and sisters and Parenthood? Well, one has parents. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've never seen either. Uh, Amanda's <laughs> they, in they, an episode of Parenthood, though. Are you? Yes, alongside Ray Romano. Heard of him? Oh, my gosh. my <laughs> One of my best friends from home is so crazy about Parenthood. She, like, is, is, it's her favorite show by far, and she's been trying to get me to watch it forever, and I just haven't... Now that it's on Netflix, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't watching television sure. live. No, I, hear that. I don't think I anyone is. Mm-mm. Check it out. I mean, if you like the dancing thing, I'm just saying that sometimes that scares me to see a family, <laughs> a family like enjoying each other's company to that extent where like you can let loose. Oh, no, 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 no. It just, just doesn't exist. <laughs> we, no. My family lets loose over a nice dinner. Uh-huh, uh, we very quietly. Dinner. We let loose <laughs> quietly and without um, much uh, physical contact. <laughs> My family let loose last Easter when my sister organized an adult egg hunt. Uh huh. So um, the eggs were filled with things like, um, well, some money, um, candy. Like I know that's what kids like too. And then there were things like nudie playing cards and like different. You guys all had a good laugh. Yeah, we all had a good laugh. Yeah. How (laughs) how much money are we talking about in those eggs? A dollar, two dollars. Okay, that's good. Maybe five in the golden egg. Oh, who got that? Um, I feel like Matt did because he was being very aggressive in his play. Yeah, that's I guess just a lesson in life. I mean, is that the case? Mm -hmm. The the more aggressive you are, the more rewards. The more rewards you get. The golden egg. That's right. You know what I won is um some hair gel. <laughs> Ew, was I it just loose? This is funny. My friend Mary Catherine's sister uh had what was the context of this? It was like those plastic eggs that you look for on, in egg hunts, but she opened one like straight from the box, like like and there was a a a paper like a wet paper towel in it. 
Hold on. Oh my God. Hold on. I know I'm thinking right now, why was it, how could it have been wet? But I know (laughs) that it was a wet paper towel. Like squished up? Yes. Wait, in what? In one of those plastic eggs that you take, that you find money in, you know? Like for Easter egg hunts. Oh my God. This sounds like something Mary Catherine said to impress her friends. (laughs) Yeah, my sister found a rolled up wet paper towel in her Easter egg. It's uh, anyway, it was Still just a, very it was wet. a it was a something happened at the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where maybe an employee washed their hands, didn't have a trash can, put it in an egg. Why it was still of all wet? Places. Why would, why would of all places, put it on the floor, put in an egg in the manufacturer. I know, it, and it why it was still wet, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. The story isn't holding up, and but I, in 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 fairness to you, my friend did. Um, find a piece of chewing gum chewed gum in soup ew that's pretty what bad in her soup? soup like uh, like I think from it a restaurant was, or no like- it was like canned <gasps> soup yeah oh, incredible no. yeah. did you i, knew I think someone- she sued them her dad is a lawyer oh yeah that's, that's, like, what, see, that's all i hope for is finding something like that right i should just start buying <laughs> stuff that's sealed Oh, trying to like, find a oh, nail in it or something. That's incredible because you know what's so worrisome is all the things that you've never found that were in there. For yes. sure. That you just went straight down the gullet. For sure. I know someone who found a beak in their um, chicken no. McNugget. So this, is I think, might real? be an, yeah. a, a, an urban legend, Maria. Oh my I God. heard this from our sketch writing teacher in that ucb or whatever i think that's one of those urban legends just like the wet paper towel and the that's egg no you hear that legend. you hear that everywhere <laughs> you hear that everywhere that's one of those things that kids talk about in, the in grade in the, school the, the wet paper towel and the egg well my friend Kristen, uh in high school um at the cafe we didn't have a cafeteria we just had a little cafe and she used to drop quarters in the soup Oh, that's oh. horrible. I don't think she meant to. Maybe it was just one time. But I remember her saying I dropped a quarter in the soup. Oh, my God. I know. Those quarters are so dirty. I know. Yeah, that's so true. Money is filthy. It's filthy. Yeah, but it's so clean. <laughs> <laughs> I developed this really bad. Maybe it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. But the but the people beside me sitting on the planes think I'm super weird. But I've like... I have to bring wet naps mm-hmm. on the plane and like sterilize. Oh no, that you should do that. Okay. They're the filthiest places right? in the world. They're so filthy. And I, and I've not, I've never seen anybody else do it. And the people that are sitting beside me kind of give like the side eye they of wondering shouldn't. what that is. But it's just like when I come from the bathroom, my mom told me to never wash my hands in a plane. She said the water's so dirty. Yeah, never drink coffee and on a plane. Anything that they use, any water that's from the plane. Is that news to you? No, that's what she was telling me. It was news before she told yeah. me that. Yeah, Maria mentioned this to me. I also had a friend who is a germaphobe mention that um, never put um, Jason Manzukis. Oh. He's very germ conscious. Mm-hmm. So he um, mentioned that you should never put anything in that the pocket 
in the back of the seat in front of you because that's where the vomit bags go that's where like mothers with children put the dirty diaper i do that yeah that's that's the the first thing thing i do you sit down you put your cell in there your book like truly they should give us hazmat suits before we go on. oh my god i know but i'm such i'm not a germ aware person and i kind of like being that way i I know knock on wood i also don't get sick a lot i just feel like it's been working for me this far like maybe i should just continue in blissful ignorance i think that there's there's freedom in blissful ignorance because knowing too much you know now i'm never now every time i open a can of soup i'm like what is or could I, potentially where's be the in prize this? yeah but that's the rest of you that's funding for the rest of your life that's you true find one. Oh, that's God. true your friend hit the lottery is what your friend did <sighs> that's you know second only to slipping on a puddle in walmart God, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone spills a little of that conditioner. You go flying. <laughs> so we like to start the show seeing if you've got any little moral dilemmas that you're dealing with, but you don't you don't seem to you, you, everything seems to be perfect. I if if <laughs> only that... that were the case. Um you know No, I don't really have any moral dilemmas. I just got back from um, a trip to Corsica for my friend's wedding. That's wonderful. Which was amazing. But I did have a little dilemma in the middle of it because um, I, and I've been really thinking about this since then, but I, we, we, we're, we weren't in one place for longer than one night at a time for like four or five nights. And by the time we got to um, my girlfriend and I, one of my girlfriends from uh, high school, and I like decided to take the week after and travel around Corsica, which was sounds nice. so fun and great. And she lives in Vancouver, so we rarely see each other. But with the jet lag and the moving around and like, I think we were both hitting our in, in four or five days, we had just hit our exhaustion point and we got to this place in um, Corsica that has supposed to have the most beautiful beaches, like the most gorgeous, clear, beautiful beaches. And we're, yes. We're finally here. We're going to relax. And we got there and it was packed. Like, oh. like, so like us, I actually almost had an anxiety attack. It was so busy with people. And of course you see the photos of it and it's probably taken in like December when nobody's on the beach and you get there. And I realized we had, that was the longest place that we were staying. Right. The longest period of time. And I went through this whole thing of like everything from I I should be enjoying this vacation and I'm not because I'm co- going to the beach and I and it's just like you can't move it's just tourists everywhere yeah. and I had a full meltdown because I was like I should be enjoying this look around I'm in Corsica this is amazing I'm so grateful to be here but on the other <laughs> hand I was like I'm spending so much money and I and I hate this place mm. This sounds very mm-hmm. familiar to me and Amanda. Oh, this is where you're in our heads right now. Oh. Yeah. So what what happened? <laughs> oh, this makes me feel that's a little a trick, better. That's a trick question. Amanda knows what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so what we happened? ended up move. We we were there for a couple days. Um, I I also lost my sunglasses, which was like the the breaking point. 
Ugh. big breaking point because I had been trying to, we took a carry on for 13 days mm-hmm. and I had been trying to make sure everything was in order. And of course I, that really set me off. So then it's like when Kim lost her earring on her. Do you remember that Kardashian? Oh my Kim God. The Kardashian yeah. episode. In the, was the Maldives uh, or somewhere around yeah, there with like a big diamond Bora earring. Bora. Do you, have you seen that episode? Uh, no. Uh-uh. She goes swimming. It's when she was still dating Chris Humphrey. Yeah. And she goes swimming and she's wearing these big diamond earrings, these million dollar Huge. earrings. Oh, God. She comes out, she starts bawling. She lost, she, it oh. dropped. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, horrible. Drown I mean, yourself yeah. ruin right your yeah. whole trip. It'll, that will your haunt whole me trip. for years. Haunt because for you'll years. go, that. Things I've lost haunt me for years. Yeah. Right? Because you're, because my, I think about it, I'm like, it's somewhere right now. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. Where but And then you think it? about it, you close your eyes and you think it's just like you see them just sitting under a chair yeah. somewhere, you know? Yeah. And you think it maybe this will be the time I, I get the happy ending where <laughs> they come back to me. And yeah. then when that You're happy ending never comes, it never comes. You go, not me, not this time. It never comes. Well, I remember I lost just real quick side note, uh, my little favorite stuffed uh, dog. When I was four, we went to Italy, my family and I, I lost it in the Vatican. And I was beside myself. Oh. We came back home to America, and all of a sudden, I get a package in the mail. Stop! I think it was a new dog. Your parents pulled pulled a fast yes. one. Yes, <gasps> because oh. it made, they made it seem like it was the old dog. But I don't know if it oh. it was because there's no way the Vatican did a well, search. For it was your... signed um, "Love Always the Pope." Okay, girl. No, I yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah. so XO, yeah. XOXO. Were you missing you this? Lots. Were you missing this? <laughs> Aww. So what? So so you were grappling with um trying be trying to be um uh, uh appreciative. Yes, but also knowing that you know this is just someone. I feel this all the time because <sighs> I am a healthy. Um, able person who's mm-hmm. got everything going for them mm-hmm. but i am constantly not happy <laughs> <laughs> and then you beat yourself up over it yes well it's hard with travel because you're on a vacation yeah. i mean how often do you get to go abroad on a vacation like totally. that's such a treat you also have built things up in your mind you've looked at images online and when you get somewhere and for whatever reason so you're true. not enjoying yourself yeah but also the thing is on vacations, you're gone for what, a week or two weeks? Yeah. Like to have to have a good day every day for over 10 days is a huge ask. That's actually yeah. a very, very good point. Yeah. So you're definitely, vacations are a mixture of highs and lows. Yeah. But it's so, such pressure to have fun. Yeah. Every day when you're on yeah. vacation. That's it. It's it, it was pressure. It was pressure from all of what you just said that all made sense. That so was you was moved on. locations and where did you guys? Yeah. End up? So we moved. So we ended up I, I like hit that point and my my friend who I was traveling with made a really good distinction. She was like, because we were both feeling, you know, we were on a budget as well. So it's not like we were lounging around some right. beautiful hotel. We were in this cute bed and breakfast. but. It, you know, we were trying to be very budget friendly. Sure. Um, so she was saying, you know, this, there's a difference between traveling and being on vacation. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And right now we're traveling and traveling is not always a vacation. It doesn't always feel no. like that because you're, you are on a budget. You're moving around a lot. You're here or there. 
everywhere. It's like you're trying to take it an experience. You're trying to create an experience for yourself that you will remember and will inform the rest of your life in a lot of ways. Going, remember that time we traveled around Corsica (laughs) is not the same as, remember that week we were in Hawaii and we just lounged and drank. Yeah. And ate and drank and lounged. It's It's totally different. You're literally in a foreign land. So you're not if things aren't always going to be what they seem and sometimes it it really does suck when something is overrun with tourists oh my god like oh, so it was so gross yeah it's horrible but now you've you've learned that lesson yes. and now you'll know like i'm not going to go back to that place in the summer totally and we ended up going after that because we were, we were driving and she's not she's not a confident very confident driver so i was driving most of it so we were driving two days each place and we ended up in this Right before we left, this literal town, like a 400-person medieval village uh-huh. that was the most stunning place I've, I honestly think I've ever seen. And we, were, we could just live there what in was this it called? Like, Airbnb. It was called St. Lucie de Tayano. And it was in the middle of the mountains. Wow. And you felt like you were in Jurassic Park or something. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. That's, you so that was an amazing pla- yeah, experience. You find yeah. pla- it's places like that that you kind of find along the way. I remember when I drove um, uh, uh, like eight years ago or something, when I drove from Montana down to Yellowstone. Yellowstone's beautiful. Montana's beautiful. But mm-hmm. it was the mountains in between the Bighorn Mountain range that we drove through was like the, the, best, the best thing I'd ever seen. I'd never seen anything like it. Totally. It's the journey along the way, isn't it? Is it is the journey. Yeah. And I've never been on an international trip where I didn't at some point hit a wall of exhaustion yeah. and have like two mediocre days. Yeah. Like it's always <laughs> like, like I remember when Matt and I went to Japan, we were in Kyoto, kitties got startled by my squeaky chair. And I had looked online of like this a magical place. You take um a forty five minute little train ride like up into the mountainous area, and there's this little town where all of these restaurants are built over this raging river, oh and you're literally on platforms that overhang over. Whoa the river and it looked like oh my god this is incredible so i was like we have to do this like i carved out a whole day to like make us go do this day trip and we get there and it's like you have to take this crazy bus ride you're like squished in with all of these tourists right and then um we get there and it's like every restaurant that you want to go to that is has like the most beautiful little platform over the river um is like a tasting menu basically so it's like 120 dollars and you get this like four or five course Japanese lunch, which, you know, we had just come from like a night where we had eaten this like eight course crazy Japanese dinner. And it's like, it's great food, but it's very, very different. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they had this thing called river fish, which is literally a fish from the river that is like deep fried and you like eat it whole. And we had had that for dinner and breakfast. And so, and, and I, I, because that's, you don't get a choice. Like they just bring it to you. And so (laughs) it was really only river fish. Original name. I'm serious. (laughs) And so we got to this place and I was like, I'm dying for the experience of eating on this little platform. But if I have to suck down another river fish, like I'm going to barf. Yeah. So we had to just say, like it's not gonna happen and it was a total waste of a day but you but was it a fun journey uh, no i think we were oh. butting heads a little bit because i was kind of like well we should do it you, you know we were just Matt and yeah. the head of a river fish <laughs> 
yeah yeah <laughs> so it's just like those things i think just are part of traveling definitely. yeah i think yeah. you're i think you're right i think you're right and this was honestly one of my very first experiences of putting a trip this long together with yeah. just one other person uh-huh. it was just like a big learning experience which was which was great because there yeah. were a lot of that was a low point but there were definitely some really amazing high points so but it was that yeah. dilemma of like i am so mad at myself for not feeling happy right now when i put myself here and i am so grateful yeah to well you're chasing that high. you're yeah. chasing that like cultural experience high yeah you know it's kind of yeah. funny yeah i've been trying to practice lately like going into social events with zero expectations because i feel like ever since i was became a young adult like the the bar of having fun has been raised really high mm. as far as like we're going out to dinner like let's get drinks and it's like just this unrealistic like fun bar that right. I've had for myself for the past couple of years. Is there something that the bar is set at? Like, did you have the most fun experience ever? And, and no, but I just think it's this level of like, anytime I do anything social, I'm like, I hope it's really fun. But lately, <laughs> I'm, I've honestly been trying to, I haven't, the last two weeks, I've like gone to social stuff and not really drank that much. Uh-huh. It's not like I'm like pounding drinks. It's just like, I'll have a glass of wine or three. Um, but I'm like, it's actually more fun when you tell yourself, like, it's okay if this isn't fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're able to relax more. It's kind of like the whole New Year's thing. Like, letting oh, yes. yourself New know Year's that New Year's is, is probably going to be terrible. New, New Year's, Year's is, will yeah. be terrible. And, I promise you this. And anything above terrible is a win. Exactly. But you can do, you know, you can plan things to make things go a little easier. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it, like if you if you want to have a good time on your birthday, you can plan a party. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a balancing act of, of planning, but also not being so attached to the mm-hmm. way things are going to go. Yeah. You know? Because that's true. Because then you plan something and it doesn't go the way you planned it and then it's even worse. Or you're with a big group and they're yeah. like, actually, we don't want burritos. We want pizza. And you're like, but I've done hours of research. <laughs> yeah. On- but you just can't. Oh, yeah, you When you plan something, you can't let, let anyone else have an opinion. If it's your birthday, that's true. If, it's your, if you've planned something. <laughs> but what I found that you, there's usually like, if I'm in a group of people, there's usually like two leader people people that Mm -hmm. like break it down and go like okay hold on and i'm usually one of those people and if you give people an inch then everyone will go well what about well what about no everyone calm down we need to decide something here maria's so fun to hang out with (laughs) no no everyone stop it down yeah calm down I know we're all excited, but we're not going to get anywhere with that excitement now, are we? Well, you always need a taskmaster in a group. Yes, it's true. You do. There needs to be a, a leader of some sort. Or people that, just look around. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally. Oh, I know. Yeah. At my bachelorette party, we almost never left the hotel room. We would honestly just get ready for 10 hours until it was the morning, unless my sister yelled at all of us and got us out. <laughs> yeah. Like, she actually had to yell at us. Yeah. Where did you? Where were you? Vegas. Vegas, oh. baby. But to me, the funnest part about any trip with my girlfriends is the getting ready part. Totally. It's and you're so drinking. Yeah. There's yeah. music on, and yeah. But we did have to make Magic Mike. Live. Yeah, we went to <gasps> see Magic Mike. Live. How was it? It was uh, the 
we had the nosebleeds so i would say if you're gonna go pop for the floor seats because they only sent all the floor seats got all these like hunky men grinding on them and then like three quarters of the way through the show they sent a runt up to us and he like touched each one of us no he didn't touch me so here's the funny part i guess i give off some sort of vibe (laughs) he he went up to everyone and grinded them and he look one look at me and he he got it he got it right away he just went I get you don't want to be touched by me, do you? Did he say that? No, but he just literally passed me by. (laughs) (laughs) What? It was weird, wasn't it? No, because you were probably like standing with your arms crossed. Like, you know, I guess maybe they have like a like a seminar beforehand going yeah, like if the girls see whose woman, arms are crossed <laughs> yeah you don't she's don't trouble don't she will come that's after the one you who's with... gonna file a lawsuit yeah. so don't yeah. touch the <laughs> anyone with their body language yeah is no. it still going magic mike oh yeah is it i think so yeah i think it's there to stay wow that's good to know yeah it you listen it's fun. It, I was, didn't miss it, it. it was fun it was fun I think we should probably shift gears to our big, big one. Yeah, Ooh. this is an interesting one. Okay. It's more of a story. And then now this Amanda's been against that this we one. we got sent like a year ago. And Maria's been wanting to do this and I keep shutting it down. But we're going to try we're gonna it. We're going to do it today because it is a, quite a mouthful. So is everyone ready? Yeah. I am so ready. Okay. This is the story of a girl. The girl loves a boy who lives on the other side of the river. A flood has destroyed all bridges across the river and has left only one boat afloat. The girl asks the boat owner to bring her to the other side. The boat owner agrees, but insists that the girl has to sleep with him in return. The girl does not know what to do and runs to her mother and asks her what she should do. Her mother tells her that she does not want to interfere with the girl's own business. In her desperation, the girl sleeps with the boat owner who, afterward, brings her across the river. The girl runs to the boy to happily embrace him and tell him everything that has happened. The boy pushes her away strongly and the girl runs away. Not far from the boy's house, the girl meets the boy's friend, his best friend. She tells everything that has happened to him as well. The friend hits the boy for what he has done to the girl and walks away with her. Please rank the characters from the story. Who is worst and who is best? Oh my god! <laughs> so, so let's just here's okay. So here are the characters. You have the girl, the girl, the girl who needs to get across the river to see the boy. Should we name her Lauren? Lauren, Lauren. Okay, so you have Lauren. Let's say. Should we say she's what eighteen? Just yeah. to not get into like yeah yeah legal, yeah. You know, yeah 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 age yeah, of yeah, consent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then there's the boy across the river. Yeah, Grant. 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 Okay. And Grant's eighteen as well. And um, then there's the, the then there's boat. Grant's friend. Yeah. Oh yeah, Grant's friend. So should we call him Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice name. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Then we have the boat Sounds captain, nice. um, Leroy. Leroy. Uh, and are we yeah. saying maybe Leroy's in his mid twenties? Late mid yes. to late twenties. Yeah. Okay. And maybe like um like a like a night like a hairdo, kind of longer hair than Grant or uh-huh. Jeremy have. Yeah. And maybe he hair. wears like a like a you know, um just like a, a white t shirt and some Bermuda shorts. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the, the mother. <laughs> um <laughs> maybe we that. should call the mother Donna. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Donna the mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, so we've got so here's what Lauren needs to get across to 
to Grant for some reason. Because they're in love. Because they're in love. Grant doesn't. Or so we think. So she thinks. Yeah. Does Grant literally push Lauren or does he just emotionally push Lauren? No, I think in the story he pushes her. He says, get away. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. Rude. Yeah. Yeah, Abusive. So So we've got a mother who does nothing, Donna. We've got a boat captain who is bartering for uh, a ride. Yeah, I mean, for, verging on. I yes, mean, yes, that's, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got a boy that doesn't appreciate um, someone, you know, th- someone coming for him. Or or what's a grand deal? Why is he pushing her away? Because she told him, I slept with someone to get to you. And he said, how dare you? Yeah. Okay. And then the friend Jeremy is like, I don't care about any of this. The friend Jeremy's probably been in love with her the whole yes. time. And he punches his friend. And after he heals, hears that he shoved, I think mm, I have my list of the order of I. Th- I, think I think Jeremy's the best. Or yeah, I think Jeremy's yeah the 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 best. So this is what I, I think. I'm just going to go through my list real quick, and then you guys can do yours. So to me, the boat captain is the worst. Okay, I mean that's like inexcusable to like make a desperate woman have sex with you to get to her boyfriend that's sick and that's really immoral right do you think now let me ask you this do you think it's worse to do that or to be the mother and not do anything i think it's much worse to be the captain of the boat okay i think second is um the boyfriend grant Okay. Okay. Second worst. Second worst for pushing. You think he's worse than the mother? For pushing a young woman? Yeah, but are you sure it says he really pushed her or does he push her away? Did he, he pushed her out of, um, are you sure? Anger and. It says he pushes her. Love. He pushes her. Yes. Okay. Okay. Then I think the mother. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I think, um, this is where it gets tricky. And then I think, because um, it's like, is the girl did make it? Then the girl, because she made a, a bad decision, yes, and it doesn't did. go into detail about how, you know, how convincing the boat captain was, and how much. I mean, he obviously took advantage of her, but she has her own, you know, authority. Like she made a bad yeah, decision. She's eighteen, and yeah. then the friend, and then the friend um, who defended Jeremy. Her. Yeah, because I feel like even though violence is never the answer, he was justified, and that's my list. But. You know, what do you do for love? That's an interesting question. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, I mean, yes. she thought that she she really wanted to get to Why him. Why did she? Should we? What do you? Th- what do we think the reason is that she needed to get to Grant? Because she's in love with him. She wants to be with him. She wanted to be with him. And okay, only- now if she did love. Okay, now here's where. It, now here's where it kind of irks me about Lauren, though. Because if she wanted, if she was going to do anything to get to Grant, wouldn't she see kind of two steps ahead? Like, if I sleep with this boat captain, I get that this is the only way across. But if I sleep with this uh, boat captain, then obviously Grant's not going to be pleased. And obviously things aren't going to go, you know, things are going to go poorly if I do this. I think that's probably would have been better if she had asked her, if she had said that to herself. I feel like what she probably should have done first and foremost was just not tell grant wow that, that happened interesting she and you're interesting. telling her to live with a secret shouldn't have said anything but aren't you scared it's going to come out eventually anyway when that 
Yeah, well, you she, know, where she'll, well, go, she'll go, um, what's the boat captain's name? Leroy. Where one day she'll be like, oh, Leroy. I'll go, who? Oh, no, I think Leroy's going to blackmail it with, with her with it later if she doesn't uh, tell Grant. Now, Leroy is kind of going back and forth, too. So he's in their lives back and forth because he's the only boat that goes across the river. The thing with sleeping with Leroy to get to your love mm. is that anytime now you want to take that boat, the bar has been set. And it's not just going to be a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. If she wants to go back and see her family, what do you think Leroy is going to want in exchange for a safe passage? I feel like he's going to have to, I, Grant's going to have to go with her every time she wants to go across the boat. Interesting. Now, our, I think an interesting idea that this question brings up is the idea of like, how bad is being complicit? Like the mother was complicit. Well, that's what I, I feel like the mother is kind of up there in, um, um, because she threw her hands up and literally went, I'm going to do nothing. Now, my thing with Leroy and the mother, why I'm kind of in between which one is worse is because Leroy didn't force uh lauren to do anything he he took advantage of the situation for sure he went this mm-hmm. is you know i'll barter with you here i'll mm-hmm. take you across i know you need this i'll take you across if you do this and she had the choice whether to do that or not but the mother when when the girl came to her for help went i i'm not doing anything i'm not even giving you an option so do you there's is it that saying like you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution like do you guys Mm. believe that that's true like as someone who does nothing but there's injustice going around uh, on around them are they just as guilty as the person who is perpetrating the injustice um i think i feel like it depends on the situation like I feel like if it's something really isolated like a a rape or something on a street or in an alley and like there are two people that see it and don't do anything then yeah I think you're part of the problem. Right. But if it's like a handmaid's tale public yeah. stoning yeah yeah or you're like in a crowd on a and- grand scale or even you know just politics like how mm. you know yeah. voting not voting all that it's it get then but it gets a little that's so not personal it's like if someone comes to you asking for help then and you go like oh, i don't even want to hear it i don't even want to hear it then it's like that's bad to me now if yeah, someone yeah. is kind of looking at the overall like this is a bigger picture thing and go and and it, i don't know it's just like there's a level of culpability that i think the mother has because that is her daughter i agree mm-hmm. i agree yeah i also think that I wonder if Lauren could have maybe built her own boat. I mean, that would have been amazing, oh, but I believe this I to be a loophole. I wouldn't have been able to. Build. Is that a loophole though, or is it? You know, did she go? Did she go? I got to get to see Grant. I got to. I got to see him. Well, there's. I've got a boat. So, are you trying to argue that that Lauren is more to blame because she didn't? I'm not saying she's more to blame than Leroy, but I'm saying she did get herself into a pickle because she did. She she did did take the first offer that was she didn't look at the bigger picture. She didn't. She was complicit in going, Okay, I'll sleep with you to do this. Now, how did she think this was going to affect Grant? 
But what if she did look at the bigger picture and that was really the only option? I think that's what we have to accept as the case. All right. It's the only, there's no wood in, on the eye. She couldn't build a raft. No. She couldn't no. hop on the back of a dolphin. Nope. She, it was either take, take the offer or don't see your love. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What was she hoping her mother was going to do, do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't know. And she went to the mother before she had sex with Leroy. Because mm -hmm. Leroy said, I'll have sex with you. She ran back to her mother. Yeah. And her mother said, I don't even want to talk yeah. to you about it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So now she doesn't have a support system. So that adds something to it. That does add something to it. Yeah. That just goes to show that. Yeah. If you don't have a strong influence in right. your life that you can, you can be led astray. Right. And was peer pressured into peer pressured by the one, the one Leroy. <laughs> she was Leroy pressured. She was Leroy pressured. Um, into, God, I, it's, it's like, what, what, what's the alternative? She just never sees Grant ever again. Is that the alternative? I think so, yeah. Uh, now, it seems like Grant maybe also wasn't the greatest, wasn't the one. This is the thing I'm mad at Grant about. <laughs> well, now we know that. Yeah. That <laughs> Jeremy was the one all along. I know. Jeremy's a prince. <laughs> I don't know, but Jeremy might, may have taken advantage of the situation as well. How? Because he's seeing an opportunity to go in and steal away She ran Lauren. to him. Okay, this is the thing I'm upset at Grant about. So Grant hears from Sarah, like, hey, I'm here. Who's Sarah? Oh, sorry. You're Sarah. Um, <laughs> I'm Lauren. There could be a Sarah. Hi, I'm Lauren. Sarah's Lauren's sister. My Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's her, her doll. <laughs> um, but Grant hears from Lauren that, um, hey, this, I, I'm here, but I had to, full disclosure, I had to sleep with the boat captain. Now, I would hope that Grant would go, I'm sorry, what? And then go beat up Leroy, not push his girlfriend yeah. who got manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're you know right. what? Grant reminds me of what's his name in um, that thing you do. This is this reminds me of that Jonathan little Shaq. Yes, um, yes. What's his name in it? It's not Shades. It's not the bass player. <laughs> it's not. It's a lead singer. Jimmy. Jimmy. He seems like a Jimmy. And Jeremy seems like shades, shades, just the That's, guy you root for. Lauren's yeah. li Liv Tyler, <laughs> mm -hmm. God so, if only. So is oh, Lauren, God is Lauren Liv Tyler? Do you think the <laughs> Lauren or Jeremy are the most at fault? Like the most immoral? Lauren or Jeremy? If you're, we have to rank them. That's the whole. No, dilemma. I know, but mo oh, okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. L Leroy's number one most at fault mm -hmm. because he he took someone's um, unfortunate circumstance and he uh took advantage of that do we all agree let's let's make it so we have to all agree yeah 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 so, for sure Leroy, we are we Leroy? all agreeing that Leroy I think Leroy's is number one definitely i think number two is donna the mom 
because she did not. Was his car? Oh, he got oh, it. There we go. Oh my god! <laughs> Is it a standard? Is it a what? Drive safe. Let me text him. Oh no! I hope he makes it. He's got to go all the way to Marina Del Rey. <gasps> oh my god! That That's will so really far. Think, suck if he's turning off. Oh no! Okay. Oh, well, let's no. keep going, and he'll come. He might have to have sex with Leroy to get to Marina <laughs> yeah. Del Rey. <laughs> My God! Wait a minute! I no, got an idea. they have to stop it. I'll drive you down there, honey. <laughs> yeah. Um. You yeah. can't get your car. So you have sex with me. Oh, his car for the audience out there. He's Matt keeps trying to start his engine outside, and it, it's sad. It's a sad sound to hear. Okay, it's so just like I, a slow chug. Yeah, I might agree. Uh, it's it's hard mm. to figure out if Donna or if here's why I don't think Grant is as bad as Donna. And feel free to go against this, but Grant is there is such thing as crime of passion, mm, and I think I hearing hearing that your lover slept mm. with someone, even if it was done in a pure way. Mm-hmm. Can that would make anyone go crazy? I mean, I as Grant would go, why didn't you find another way? Yeah, I get that. I yeah. mean, I can. You're jealous. You're jealous. You're angry. Yes. You're emotional. I also think that Donna was in the position because she gathered had information before anything had happened. Lauren, you mean? Lauren. No, no, no. Uh, Donna, Donna the, mom. the mom. She oh. had the opportunity to stop the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, once we're getting to Grant, it, stuff's already happened it's that he had nothing no control over yeah he could have gone why didn't you if there's phones in this thing i guess there's not that's a loophole there's no phones no i I believe this to be maybe the 14th century to be honest that's how that's how i'm seeing it 1300s that's how i'm seeing it i'm picturing the river in Japan that you that's what I'm picturing but also okay <laughs> would Leroy have not okay so let's say Donna grabbed Lauren by the hand and marched over to Leroy and said let me get this straight mm-hmm. <laughs> you are only going to take my daughter over if you can have sex with her would he then back down or did he think he was manipulating her and she wouldn't tell anybody and therefore but you know what with Donna's reaction like she clearly didn't care i think right. it's safe to say that donna it, what donna should have done is said, said absolutely do not do this we will find another way or no, I, I will go I down think, there uh, no i think the alternative is that lauren never gets to go see her love but i i think that's, or Donna goes and kills Leroy. Or Donna sleeps with Leroy. Exactly. Or, or Donna sleeps my with body. That would have been. But he doesn't <clears throat> want to sleep with Donna. He wants to sleep with the 18-year-old. Right. And mm. this girl. And so, Lauren, so ageist. <laughs> and Lauren, she's 18, you know. I don't want to make excuses for her age. But she also didn't have, in her mind, there was no choice. And the only thing she felt she could do was go to her mom. And when that failed then she had nothing and then mm-hmm. all she so 
Think of going to your mom, your mom saying, I can't help you. And then the only person you have in your life is Grant, who's across the mm-hmm, river. Mm-hmm. Of course. And uh, we don't know where the father is. Let's assume he's the MIA. Father so she gone. also has yeah. daddy issues, okay? Yeah. He drowned in the river. All of the daddy issues girls would do exactly yeah. what Lauren did. They yeah, all would. Daddy and we know Donna a lot would of have them. gone and beat up Leroy. I know. That's so true. And we know that if the mom had been a better person, she would have told her daughter, I know it seems like you need to see Grant at this time, but trust me, this if you do this, it's going to blow up mm-hmm. and you're better off. You'll meet someone else on this side of the river. Like, trust me. Yes. And that's the right thing to there to are plenty done. of fish in the mm. river. So I'm willing now to put well, Donna. Apparently not, because you're having it for breakfast and <laughs> yeah, lunch it's one kind dinner. of dinner. It's one kind of fish. It breakfast was fine again. for dinner the one night when I was also drinking whiskey. But then when I woke up the next morning to more river fish, no. I was like, I can't. And it's more. just fish on a plate. Yeah. There's nothing. And no but other. fried? Like deep fried, but head, tail. Gross. Okay, so number one, Leroy. Number two, are we deciding Grant or I'm, Donna? You've convinced me to go Donna. Sarah, or yeah, do you Donna, have another? No, you no think Donna. I think Donna. Yeah, I think Grant. You know, if we're taking age into consideration, Grant's also young. True. Yeah, he doesn't know how to properly. You know, when you're that age and you're in love with somebody, like mm-hmm. it's crazy. You, you're. It's a pit of fiery passion. Yeah, and you know, True to be honest, you know, spoken. To, to be honest, you know, in a day he might go back to Lauren and go like, "I am so sorry that I reacted that way." You know, I was just so in shock. But he's never given the chance to do that because Jeremy swoops in. in. Interesting. I also think going to why Donna's more culpable is because she is an adult and she's even though these kids were saying they're eighteen. Come on, that's they're still, barely they're still eighteen. Kids. Mm-hmm. So she's still responsible if you know for her. I don't know though. You're eighteen. You can be tried as an adult for your crimes. So is Donna yeah. responsible for an adult child? Someone came to you for help, Donna, and Donna did nothing. Yeah. Okay. Let's your see Donna. child. Your child did nothing. So who's next after Donna? Is it Jeremy or is it Grant or or is, is it, it Lauren? Lauren. Well, I think what's really tricky is Grant or Lauren. I think figuring out who has the most moral culpability. Is there anything to, now I don't agree with this, but I'm going to put this out here. Is there anything to Jeremy swooping in and getting Lauren in a time where she's really vulnerable? She did everything she did to get with Grant. Mm-hmm. And when she was pushed aside, he swooped in and went, I like basically you're vulnerable right now. But he could have also have been doing that because he really did care about her as a friend and was thinking, um, you you can lean on me. This is purely innocent because I know that you're very upset. Yeah. And w- without without anything behind it. Out of out of pure generosity. I agree. And Al- friendship. Also, we have to remember Jeremy hits Grant. So is violence ever warranted? Uh, yes. And he was not attacked. He went in there and clogged Grant. Yeah. I mean, what good does that really do? That makes me think that he's been in love with Lauren yeah. for a long time. I agree. I think 
it, you know what, what it's hard for me to decide is who's more it's is it grant or lauren next after the mother who's more responsible for their for their actions now i think that lauren i feel pretty strongly that lauren is the victim here and that's because from the beginning she was trying to do what she thought was right and she's been a pawn in people's games Mm -hmm. so i'm actually now considering putting lauren last and i'll say this because she has not hurt anyone except for she made a mistake but that's because she was taken advantage of but the whole time her t- intention was good and it's yeah. not her fault that this the man road manipulated to hell is her. paved with good intentions wow and and that you can take that to the bank speaking from the devil herself <gasps> the devil oh that's so sad because it's it's can true. i can you just read again just the part after she gets across the river. Just when she gets across the river and what happens. Okay. The girl runs to the boy to happily embrace him and tell him everything that has happened. The boy pushes her away strongly mm-hmm. and the girl runs away. So she just runs away. Not far from the boy's house, the girl meets the boy's friend, his Jeremy. best friend. She That's tells his best him, friend. That's another thing we're not taking is Jeremy stealing his best friend's girl. She, she tells him mm-hmm. everything that has happened. The friend hits the boy for what he has done to the girl and walks away with her. See, this but is maybe terrible. he thought that the fight, maybe he thought that the push was like really aggressive. I and, think right. it's safe to say the, the, the push was strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he, like, you know, when you find out that your best friend hits their girlfriend, which he didn't hit her. He pushed her. He pushed her hard. strongly. <laughs> hard, yeah. Yeah, but that is another, right. Listen, if I fi- found out my boyfriend, he, if, my, if Craig came up to me and went, thank God I got here. I had to sleep with, you know, the. I had to sleep with Janelle over here. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I, I, It's safe to say I'd strongly push him away, too. <laughs> Yeah, so this is interesting. Is it, it's worse, is it worse for a guy to hit a girl than it is for a guy to hit a guy? Yes. Inherently. Yes. Yes. We have to wonder why, though. Because a, because a, a man has more strength physically than a girl. Yes. Yeah. And it's not an even playing field. Yes, based on, based on that. But that's not even always true. Right. If yeah, Ronda Rousey's, you right. know, your girlfriend. Yeah. You know. She's dating you- Seth Green. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching oh all God. the Austin Powers Oh, movies. my God. I Why thought for some reason that she actually... Was dating Seth Green. I was like, I need to see a photo of this immediately. I actually, that's a match. I think. Yeah. Honestly, let's make it happen. She'd be picking him up at parties. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, I was watching that Austin Powers marathon. What marathon? There was a real marathon. We've been just watching them because Matt's been talking about them on podcast. Spy Who Shagged Me is a great movie. It's so funny. I know. I know. I, I mean, I just think like we have to say that the second person who's the most culpable is Grant. I mean, the third person. So it goes the the fairy guy, the mom, and then Grant. <laughs> um, the Leroy Donna. I don't know because I don't know. I don't know. So you think maybe it's next is. Uh, well, here's what I think that we're not taking into consideration. Now, even if Jeremy did hit his friend because he thought because he Grant pushed Lauren, mm. that's his best friend. Is there no loyalty here of like, 
Yeah, a girl and your best friend. Exactly. And that's right, another and I guess he pushed her hard. Yeah. If someone I mean, can you imagine though if like Matt came if you had pushed Matt, just pushed him hard going, I can't believe you did that and Matt came to me and went, Amanda did this and my first reaction was to go, why the hell would you and like came and hit you? Wait, I'm talking about like I just It doesn't work gender flipping it. Uh, it doesn't work gender flipping. Okay, yet. well, I will say that Grant is third. Sarah, you can say what yours is. I will say that Grant is third only because we should have control over our physical emotions and that although I don't disagree that Grant should have been thoroughly pissed because his girlfriend did something that was unnecessary. Uh-huh. Unnecessary and ill-advised. And a, she made a really bad decision. I think it's fair to say that. It's yeah. A bad decision. And I think that I think that Grant can get past that, knowing that she really did it for her love for him. So you say Grant is number three as well? Yeah, I think... You know, if Grant were in that position, what would he... Uh, Grant wouldn't have come across the river. He would have gone, Ugh. No, he probably would have done it, and it, maybe it wouldn't have been as big of a deal because of gender politics. But also, <laughs> but also, Grant and Lauren have obviously known each other for a specific, specific period of time because yeah. they're in love. Which means that if Jeremy is Grant's best friend, Jeremy also knows her very well. So how do yeah. we know that it's not like a three, a, you know, a threesome Mm-hmm. We're in friendship, yeah. So he's in that they're yeah. all best friends. Yeah, and but they don't say that. Jeremy... They say that Jeremy is Grant's best friend. They don't say Jeremy is Lauren. But yeah, let's say he knows of her. They've maybe interacted a few times. I think it's fair to say Grant is next because you're right. It's inexcusable to push someone out of rage. But then why are we excusing Jeremy for punching Grant? Um, I'm not. But I think, but. Mm. This is you thought this wasn't a good one. And I'm telling you right now, this is digging deep into my soul. (laughs) Yeah, this this is very because I feel like we've all too been in situations not like not like this. (laughs) Um, But parts of parts of this story hit home a little bit with like, you know, best friends and boyfriends and things like that, where people get involved and there's like feelings going on in all different sides and you don't really know what again like she she when you're really in love with somebody you you really are willing to do anything to be with them Mm -hmm. and and maybe in lauren's mind she just thought you know what this is a whatever the team take one for the team i'm you know, I'm not going to be precious about it. It's just my body. It's Grant. just my You've body. You've got my soul. This was just my body. Yeah. I mean, are we letting Lauren off the hook, though? I don't. I don't. I don't think. I think Jeremy, although he's not loyal to his friend, and I find that to be a little odd that he all of a sudden just believed because he just believed Lauren like right off the bat when he's best friends with Grant. Mm-hmm. I think Jeremy's the least culpable in all of this. He yes. came in at the end. And basically yeah. he was he was reacting but I think Lauren is after I think it goes Grant, Lauren, Jeremy. I can agree with that. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. Although 
Lauren didn't physically hurt someone, but she made a bad choice and was unfaithful. So, well, she knew. What did she think, Lauren? What did you think was going to happen? I think Lauren made a bad decision. I'm cool with going. The fairy man, the mother, Grant, Lauren, Jeremy. I think. Can I I ask this too, though? Yeah, you were saying this before, Sarah. Do you think that? It was, I mean, it was a bad decision to Mm -hmm. tell Grant that Mm -hmm. you had sex with Mm -hmm. Leroy. I mean, that was a horrible decision Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that was doing nothing but then putting into his head the image Mm -hmm. of Lauren. And Mm -hmm. But I think that proves that her, she had good intent, that she thought she was doing the right thing. Because if she had kept it a secret, you could argue that she knew it was bad when she made the decision. That's true. So she, I think it's actually right, the but one her right going out. Well, did. how did she say it to Grant? Oh, you won't believe what I just had to do. Right, it was amazing. I came across <laughs> yes, this boat. Crazy. I got to have sex, and but she knew she she knew it was bad because she went to her mom. Yeah, she did. So she knew it was bad from the start. She I don't did. know if we can say she knew it was bad. I think she knew it was. She didn't know what to do. But. She knew it was, but you don't go running to your mom going, you won't believe what I'm going to have to do to get across the river if she didn't know it was bad. Well, I think we need to start, wrap, close this conversation. So, Or else we'll go into a spiral. We'll become, I'm at the river right now and it is chaotic. <laughs> in, my, in my head, there is a cast of characters and it is chaos. I know. It's, it's a lot. This is a, this is a, this is a pickle. It's a I mean, one. I think we, by going, Grant, Lauren, Jeremy. I'm happy with that for the sake of this experiment and the podcast. I will say in real life, I don't I think it's more gray area and that yes, those the bottom three are, you know, interchangeable. Interchangeable yeah. a little bit. I see some gray morality area there. Top two though are definitely Leroy and the mom. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. it is the the person that sets everything into yeah. motion. Yeah. And the person that is faced with something head on and goes, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, that's right. The three other players are all people. Now, Lauren, here's the thing. Lauren is also someone that sets sets this all into motion. So she's she's kind of very interchangeable in that Mm -hmm. last three. I I do agree as well, because I I, even though I want to say part of me wants to put Lauren last because I think she was being taken advantage of. However, is that me being sexist because she's a girl? I think she's got less responsibility. I I don't think that's right either. I don't either. I I know. I know. But some but, but who maybe she's a really young 18 year old. You know, some 18 year olds are like out there and with it and. Seems like her mom wasn't there though that much. Maybe the mom's a young (laughs) forty-year-old. Right. The mom didn't has never taken responsibility from anything. You also have to see if her mom's like that. She's learned from her mom her whole life to not to not take responsibility for anything. So whose fault is that then? Yeah. She didn't have a a mother figure. I I hear that. I'm glad we did that, Maria. You were you were correct about that one. That was a fun topic. You have fun with that. I loved that. I am all. I also just finished the staircase yesterday, so I'm very much <gasps> Into, in that. Yes. Do you think he did it? I don't. No. Wow. Fascinating. Do you? Mm-hmm. I can't even. I. I. You go do back think he forth. did it? Who else did it? I think she fell down the stairs with all of those. How do you lesions? explain those cuts on her head? Because, because she they did that simulation. Of her falling and like hitting her head and then like slipped on the blood and I and like your head is she had been drinking, 
plus she had Valium or something in her system. Mm-hmm. Plus your head's like there's so many there's so many um um, capillaries. Capillaries, exactly. Like your blood, your head bleeds fairly easily. But those cuts. Weren't there like lesions there cuts, on her body? But there weren't, no. Like beating, like well, bruises. There was also some signs of strangulation, which is not in the documentary. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I, I get what you're saying, but the, cut, the several cuts on the forehead that they're saying came from the little clip on the railing seems crazy to me. I got to go back. I haven't seen it in a couple years. It seems less crazy than him like whacking her over the head with something light enough not to fracture the skull. That I get it. That is just too right. That's with just no blood, no on his blood, shirt. nothing, no mortar weapon. What the poke, the blow poke wasn't the thing. <laughs> wasn't the away. weapon. I I know. It's you're just right. like you're right. there's no motive. There was, I, I think there maybe was a motive in that he had his online uh, dalliances that he says she was okay with. But if you look at it and you go, well, she can't really speak up for herself in saying if she was okay with it or not. But then he killed her because he didn't like. Maybe they got in a little argument over their America sweethearts. Uh, wow, this I is know. fascinating. I don't know. Really? really? I don't know. I, think I don't know those cases where we'll never know for sure. I don't know that I don't know, but uh, but but I do go to the to the area of like, uh, that's a lot of evidence. I think guilty, but should not have been convicted. Uh, <laughs> I honestly think that. Why? Because just because you think someone's guilty or they are guilty does not mean that they're the burden of proof is on the prosecution. OK, yes, that's so fair. I think I think he probably did it. But I think the jury was wrong in convicting him. Mm hmm. So it's just Do one of those. You really think that there was enough evidence? That blood. But the whole but the but the but the fact that the they didn't send the DNA to get tested, they just right. sent it to that other guy who lied 36 times yeah, about what I mean, he wanted. And- yeah, I don't know. There's something about the wounds on the top of the head, but I I'm not I got to go don't- back and look at it, but I know I know I thought he didn't do it and then I thought he did do it. And now I'm not so sure about the evidence anymore. So now I have to go back and look. But it's all up in the air. I definitely waver. Also, I don't think that the incident in Germany has anything to has no. any relevant. Agreed. I think it's a little weird. You don't think it's a little weird? It, as is, other... it is weird. But I don't know that the other woman the also I, unless fell down the stairs. But she wasn't even there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is a real doozy. This is a listener big one. Dear okay. big ones. And then the... Writer goes into some compliments. Thank you. I have my very own deep, deep, deep dilemma and could use your expert in quotation marks opinion. Mm -hmm. I have somehow managed to fall in love with my best friend. She doesn't listen to your show, but I call her, but I'll call her Gertrude and you can refer to me as Sebastian to protect us both. Wow. What a name to call yourself. Sebastian. Full name. Not even like Sebi. (laughs) Yeah. Sebastian. What's the, what's Reese Witherspoon's name in Cruel Intentions? Mm -hmm. He's Sebastian and she's, She's uh. I forget, I don't but, know. but I would I love, love if we could have thought of that. Gertrude and I met about a year ago and slowly have become besties over the course of the last year. Sometime in the last two months, I have managed to fall in love with her and she with me. We've openly discussed this, but she is moving across the country to oh, be with no. her struggling family in 11 months and I am not. My career and my children from a previous marriage are both in the city where we both currently reside and I'm not in a position to chase her as much as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Is it morally correct to stop someone from pursuing their personal path? She's not terribly thrilled about the move herself, and I believe is moving solely to appease her struggling family. 
because of what I want and what I perceive is best for her and my own selfish interests? Is it healthy for me to pursue a love that surely has an expiration date on it? Is it better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all? Sincerely, Tangled in Texas. Oh, Sebastian. Sebastian. This is a beautiful dilemma, I'd say. You're already lucky that you have found someone that you love. Like, some people don't even have that. And I'm sorry the situation is so complicated. My Um, number one thing is he's got kids. And mm. he's got, and that should be your number one priority always. So to pursue anything, to, to, to take that as number one going. It seems like he's doing that. He's not saying. Good. Yeah. He's not going to move to be with this right. woman in her family. Now, and she also has family obligations, it sounds like. So I, I, and he says, is it morally wrong to try to force someone to stay with me when, you know, she has her own life to go and live? Well, in that case, I say yes, but I think what you should do is tell her what you want. Say, I Mm -hmm. want to be with you. Mm -hmm. I want you to stay here. I think that that would be the best thing to do. Um, And then she makes her own decision. But I think a mistake would be to, to to not say anything. How much do you, I mean, is this a, is a marriage proposal in order? I mean, like, because mm-hmm. it's one thing to go, it's one thing to go, like, don't go, I want to, you know, try things out here with you, which is kind of a non-offer to me, because, you know, you have to give her something to stay for other than, well, maybe we'll go on some date. Right. What's the incentive? Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. she doesn't feel the same way. Do we know that she, she does? He says that they've talked about it, that she does feel the same way. So she knows then. So so he wants her to, like, what, is he, what does he want? Does th- he want her to stay? I think he wants her to stay, but he's feeling torn about pushing for that because he doesn't want to tear mm. her away from her family. I guess in this situation, the family is more important than him because she doesn't have any ties to him. Um, like if they were married, that would be one thing, right? Because then they are family now. But if her family is needing her somewhere else and she feels, you know, that that's her play, that's what she needs to do, then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's hard because Gosh, they've only known each other one. a year, it sounds. So it's like, is she supposed to stay for someone where they're going to feel something out mm-hmm. i wonder it's a can, risk can't it's a risk can she go and they continue to get like pursue a long distance relationship i know that that's not yeah. ideal no but i think if you want something bad enough you can try and make it work they can try and figure it out yeah i agree I and think. Uh, my worry is that sebastian is being too nice about the whole thing like not nice but what being too should... understanding when perhaps what Gertrude really wants is for him to put all his cards out on the table and say like please stay with me mm-hmm. I want to be with you I want to marry you I see a future with you maybe if he said strongly what he really wants she might secretly want that too for sure I think there's nothing better than just being completely honest in your feelings and then everyone can Decide from there. She's an adult. She can make her own decision about the information that she's received. But ultimately, you want all the cards on the table. Is she? Is he being selfish, though? 
in that he's only known her for a short amount of time and she's got uh, her family to deal with and to go like, don't even mm. go and do that. Stay here with me because I want mm. you. I, I mean, that's a good question. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, though, it's up to Gertrude to make her own that's decision. True. Mm-hmm. And I think she'd rather know exactly where he stands because there's no world. I, I mean, obviously he should not force her to stay but unless he's trying like manipulating her then i don't see any harm in him him really speaking his wishes Mm -hmm. you know what i think sebastian should do this is what you do sebastian you get the kids a babysitter maybe it's not your weekend whatever you you take gertrude out to a great to a nice dinner Mm. and i'm talking seafood tower yeah i'm talking seafood tower steak i'm talking steak tower i'm talking oysters okay i have about this it's oyster it's oysters and then leading up to a steak tier on the top that Mm. would be so nice of a different cut different cuts of steak kind Mm. of little pieces take her take her to houston's amanda may i yeah yeah yeah. houston's is great take her to a houston's restaurant have some nice drinks and lay it all out there go and don't make it a big thing but we'll make it a big thing but don't don't make it like okay let's talk just go yeah Look, Gertrude, I'm going to be real with you right now. I'm in love with you. I know you need to go away to your family. I just have to say my my piece here. And if you stay, I can see a future with us. Now, if you go, here's what we need to do. We need to talk every day. We need to blah, blah, blah. We need to make this a, rela- a long distance relationship. Now, if you can do that with me, then let's set that right now. But if you can't, I need to know right now because then I need to go and continue my life until mm-hmm. you're ready to come back. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think the uh, giving her the ultimatum of I need to know right now is really... <laughs> but she's know. at a seafood right now. But she's like, he's no, taking... No, I'm no. saying the <laughs> ultimatum is worth it because she's got a no. nice dinner. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I'll take it all no. for a nice dinner. I'll make a this decision. This is the other thing, though. <laughs> there are some loves in our life where circumstantially they're just not meant to be. And is it better for him? I think this is his dilemma to just take it for what it was and let it go. Oh, I don't want to think about it. That's I I think the thing is, it's not his decision. And that's what Sebastian, you need to you need to really accept is that this is Gertrude's decision. So she's going to do what she thinks is right for her. I think you unfortunately don't he can say over a nice dinner though what he wants and give her then go now go do what you need to do he's allowed to say though i think not an ultimatum but just go like i need to know what you see the future being and then i because you know he has a stake in this too well i think that Mm. she's planning to leave but does she want to have a long distance relationship uh, he didn't mention that in his email. So that's not even on the table, maybe. But there's no room on the table. There's all those seafood food. <laughs> I think anything is possible if you just, if you want it. I agree. There you go. You heard it I here totally first. agree. If you both <laughs> want to be together, you you, you make it. it work. I really, and I, and it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have to be respectful that her fan, that she does have family commitments right now. And I, being put on the sidelines here might be just the way it is for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't believe if something's meant to be, it will be. What? I don't believe that if something's meant to be, it will be. Like for maybe because some you people. Seen the notebook? <laughs> I don't believe in that. I, don't, I think. What? That I don't. I think that I if they're going to do that thing where they're like, she might go off and it's meant to be. If it's meant to be, we'll find our way back to each other. It's like you have to make things happen in your life that you want. 
stuff doesn't just magically happen like that. That really messed me up just now. I'm sorry, but do you but think I that that's really part that's... of that saying? Is if, if it's meant to be, it will be. That's part. It's not saying it'll just magically come together. It's saying that if you're meant to be with one another, you will find a way to be with one another. That life will bring you back uh, to one another, not just because of circumstances, but because you will make choices in your life to find. Oh each well, other then they again. should add that onto the end because I think a lot of people. <laughs> don't understand that last part and they just think that circumstance will bring them back together i i i did think that i thought what's meant to be will be it's like i'll put it out in the universe and in 10 years we'll magically find our way back to each other we'll run into each other like serendipity exactly i I believe Uh, that well yeah he had problems in serendipity (laughs) he had mental problems right 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 (laughs) just because just because like he didn't even take her number. To, or no, no, no. She, she did, had the she mental, mental problems. She had the mental She was problems. dating that guy who, who played... That, John Corbett, yeah, who was John playing Corbett. the... Oh, my God, I know. That, that movie didn't really hold up. Oh, I love it. Oh, but it's she, so good. She had mental problems. Yeah, yeah. If she had just given him... The, but she had a boyfriend. But still, if she had just given him the number... And he was getting married, too, at the end. And then he just leaves his yeah. like wife to be at the altar during their rehearsal to go find his... No. Anyway, yeah, uh, I believe yeah. what you make be will be. I think what that's, you make be will be. I think that's actually, I think that's a more appropriate um, statement for the millennials. Mm. Mm-hmm. If what think you make be will be. What you make be will be. Yeah. Because that's very true. we keep thinking that um, it'll, it'll just fall into our laps. No, and it I'm just won't. I'm telling you right now it won't. No, sorry. And Sebastian, liberate yourself because this is not your choice. Sorry, it's Gertrude's call. That's right. And you know what? You got kids and you got a life all, you know, you're not falling back on nothing. That's mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. You've got other things. Mm-hmm, so much. You've so got a lot. Put it all out there. Say, Gertrude, I want you, baby. But I get it if you got to go. Yes. In, in the most, res- I think you can say it in the most respectful way possible, which is I understand your situation. I'm not, you know, I'm not asking you to do something for me, but I think you need to know and should he put out a long distance relationship thing though should he say or do you think that's, that's a else? personal choice if he wants that but th- that seems hard so it's up to that's up to them but it is possible long distance is possible mm-hmm. it definitely is especially with you know snapchat yeah, and yeah it's not stories. like she lives on mars yeah. yeah that's a fun movie long distance relationship but a girl goes to mars and her insta stories movie. don't work yeah exactly they no can service. never they can never get service <laughs> well she falls in love with an alien i think we had some pretty good pointers for sebastian yeah sebastian please send pics of your seafood dinner please yeah yeah yep, some baked goes. baked baked oysters if you yes. take nothing oh, else yes. from this it's that you take gertrude out to a to a nice seafood meal yeah mm-hmm. and we want pic- well this has been great yeah Sarah did this you have a was good so time? much fun I had the best time I could literally stay there are so many topics oh, that's God. the scary part about this it, it turns into like this this vortex of conversation I know it's which is great I know it's you know you don't think you have that much to say until no. you do mm-hmm. and then you realize you have nothing to say mm. no I right <laughs> yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it. Or know nothing. Yeah. You, yeah, you know nothing. You know everything, but you know nothing. Yeah. You know nothing about everything. The only thing I know for sure is that I know nothing. And that's on. Where'd you hear that? Um, I think I saw it on a gravestone. 
Really? No, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> on her own gravestone. <laughs> yeah. own it's in present tense. Do you know I woke up in the middle, I woke my boyfriend up in the middle of the night two nights ago screaming, you stay away from me or I'll call the cops. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Because was he getting a little handsy? No, it was me dreaming. It was me dreaming, but can you imagine a neighbor hearing that? Oh my god! Or even Craig hearing that as he woke Poor up. Craig, yeah. This is not the first time I've woken up screaming, though. I will tell you, it's happened multiple times, and I wonder what's going on. Oh my god! I've woken up screaming at the top of my lungs. Whoa! Yeah. yeah, a night terror. And I remember in my dream feeling feeling that urge. I'm I'm in the situation. I remember I was in a parking lot in my dream, and a guy was coming closer to me, and I I can feel the urge of me needing to say something in order to save myself which is when i scream out loud it's like when the monkey finally screams in planet of the apes when he goes no do you know i've actually never mm-hmm. seen planet yeah of the okay apes. well someone out there knows sarah where can people find you if they want to find you online oh my gosh online you can find me at sarah p levy and Sarah Levy underscore on Twitter. <laughs> and Shits Creek is out. Shits Creek season five wow. comes out in January. Right. And season four is on, it's not on Netflix yet, but it's on Pop. Okay, great. And CBC for the Canadian listeners. We've got some of those. Sure do. There you go. And as always, you can find us at. The Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can write in your little big ones. Mm-mm. You can write in your dear big ones or big big ones to us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com. Amanda. Um, also, quick announcement um, we are launching an all female run podcast network called Erios, and we just mm-hmm. launched our yeah, Kickstarter on Monday. Oh, if you've got any ideas, so yeah. check it out. And if you guys, um, we're really excited. We're going to be creating um, a whole bunch of really cool shows. If you like this show, you're going to like the other stuff we're making. We've so. already got some. Uh, Stoke, Stokes in the fire. Uh huh. Yeah. So we've got a some blow, blow pokes. pokes. We got some blow, <laughs> blow pokes, pokes on the, the fire. <laughs> so um, uh. if you have, it would mean a lot if you guys can even donate five dollars. I think we're about um, a third of the way mm-hmm. to our goal. So we have another, I think, twenty or so days of the Kickstarter campaign. And mm-hmm. if we reach our goal, we're going to have enough money to get the net- network started. But it's oh going to depend on all of your your donations and we really really appreciate it yes um and there's some really cool incentives too so mm-hmm. take a look at those some and totes there's wow. a couple totes um yeah and if you do a 25 dollar donation we're going to be doing um a bi-weekly podcast called inner erios where we um talk a lot about the podcasting and the status of our network and do interview with um interviews with hosts and um, a lot of your favorite podcasters will be on as guests as well. And mm-hmm. some of you guys as well. So yeah. um, take a look at that $25 incentive and consider consider being one of our backers. Yeah. So maybe we'll, we'll for, forego the Patreon um, uh, this because we'll want people to kind of donate to that this week. Oh, yeah. Sure. We won't plug Patreon. But if you yeah, want to donate to our Patreon. You can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, so we just plugged it. <laughs> That's smooth. Uh, And in in that case, you get 10% off merch and uh, extra episode every month. And that episode will be coming soon for this month. So don't worry. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, you guys, this, this is so much great. fun. Thank, Thank you so much. Sarah. Oh my goodness. This is great. Thanks for having me. And then at the end, we just all say thanks for listening to the big ones together. Okay. The big ones. The big ones. Okay. Okay. So thanks so much for listening to the big ones. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.